Welcome back to What's the Point of the Midrash, the weekly podcast where we take a look at a rabbinic text and offer suggestions to answer the question, what's the point of the Midrash? My name is Rabbi Josh Uter, and this week for Parshat Vayishlach, I'm unusually excited because I get to speak about a Pasuk that I like to quote a lot. I don't want to say it's a favorite verse of mine because we really shouldn't be playing favorites with biblical verses, but it's a verse that I find highly relevant and quote it a lot, even use it on Twitter as part of a small shtick that I stole from someone else with uh, attribution on there. And this verse is Mishle, Proverbs 26.17. And it says, Machazik over mitaber alriv lo lo. Like one who grabs a stray dog by the ears is someone who rushes into a quarrel not their own. My shtick on Twitter with this is keeping this verse in mind. I give myself a virtual gold star every time I consciously don't get involved in a stupid internet fight. Because anyone who spends any amount of time on social media will see, you know, someone may say something you don't like, or, you know, find offensive and whatnot. It's like, I'm going to fight this to the nail. And this is the hill that I'm going to die on. And of course, most of the time, this is just utterly pointless. And more often than not, due to whatever partisan tribalism, we wind up just fighting things that we have no real expertise in. And I should say that I don't always succeed myself. I know there's few hot button things that just really get under my skin. I try to keep those at least to areas with which I do have an area of expertise. But there are also a whole bunch of times when I have to remind myself, you know, it, it's okay not to have an opinion on something, particularly when you just don't know enough about it. Like, yes, you can have a whole bunch of people yelling information at you, but I'm going to sit this one out. And it's okay to sit something out because going into a quarrel not your own, especially on social media, I mean, comparing that to grabbing a stray dog by the ears and think about what that might happen, it's really not a bad analogy, especially when you get into like hot button issues. Um, If anyone wants to test this theory, uh, just write something about Donald Trump and see what happens. Um, You may want to do this with a burner account so that you're not completely flooded, but you'll see my point. What does this have to do with Parshat Vayeshlach? Well, in Genesis 32, 4-6, which is where our Parsha begins, we're told, Vayishlach Yaakov melachim lefanav el Esav achiv artsa seir sedeyadom. Jacob sent messengers ahead to his brother Esav, Esau, if you're going with the English, in the land of Seir, the country of Edom. Vayetzavo tam le'emor, and he, Jacob, commanded these messengers uh, to say, Ko tamarun le'adoni le'esav, that this is you should say to my lord Esav, Ko amar avdecha Yaakov, this is what your servant Jacob uh, says, im lavan garti ve'acher ad ata, that I was staying with Lavan pretty much until now, and there I remained until now. And I have acquired cattle, donkeys, sheep, male and female slaves, and I send this message to my Lord in the hope of gaining your favor. 
There's several midrashim about this message of entreatment, including uh, Jacob diminishing himself by calling himself an Eved and whatnot. I'd like to focus, though, on Genesis Rabbah 75.3, Prashid Rabbah 75.3, in which uh, Rav Huna opens on uh, Vayishlach Yaakov, or Jacob sends these messengers, with that verse from Mishlei that I quoted about grabbing the stray dog by the ears in terms of entering a quarrel that isn't yours. And he cites Shmuel Bar Nachman, who says, Mashal la'archi listim, shahaya yashen befarashat derachim. This can be compared to the case of a robber who is sleeping on a path. Uh, and someone walks by and wakes him up. And he tells to the guy who's sleeping, Kum, lach debisha Like, go up, because, you know, go and leave from here because there's bad stuff, there's danger to be found here. Kam, And at that moment, this robber guy who the passerby woke up started beating him. Amrle ni arbisha, and he uh, cries out, you know, rebuke this wicked man. Amrle, at which point the robber says to him, Damech hava ve oraratane. I was asleep, and you were the one who woke me up. Kach amar loha kadash barhu. Thus, God says to him, Lidarko hayamahalech. He was going on his way. You're the one who goes and sends out to uh, your the brother to Esav, um, you know, saying, "You know, thus says your servant Jacob." And in this context, what it seems to be is Jacob basically put himself at risk by seeking out Esav. Given the analogy of waking up the robber on the road, I understand that the verse in Michelet made an analogy to a dog. Perhaps the better analogy would be let sleeping dogs lie. Um, but in this case, you have a passerby who, out of you know perhaps his own naivety or just general sense of you know his own sense was goodwill, but at the end of the day, he kind of brought it upon himself. Now, you can say that the press passerby maybe did the righteous thing by trying to help someone else out. That doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, in doing so, you don't put your own life in danger. And that is always something you have to consider. In the case of Yaakov, yeah, we can come up with rationales for why what Yaakov did was strategic. After all, you know, if there's going to be a conflict, better to address it now rather than have it you know go on and fester in the future on the other hand you also have to be careful that if you've already gone your separate ways you're going to incur a certain type of risk when you embrace a confrontation is it brave possibly depending on your perspective but we can't ignore the risk behind it Back to the verse in Proverbs about grabbing a stray dog by the ears, it's a you know, you can say that this is not an exact analogy because this actually was Yaakov's fight. Um, this literally was something that he needed to address. According to this interpretation, say, well, it actually wasn't his fight because the fight was over. Or at the very least, if you're not in the middle of a confrontation at the moment, don't go ahead and seek one out. Or at the very least, if you do, recognize that there is going to be some risk and some cost involved. 
even if you can justify it strategically, you still have to be mindful that the risk that you're undertaking is still a risk and you are still putting yourself in a degree of immediate jeopardy. Would there be a better alternative? Not entirely sure. Again, we wouldn't necessarily want you know people to be callous to those who have put themselves in danger. You may want to help someone out. At the same time, there's also plenty of sources within Jewish literature about you can help someone out, but not at your own expense, or at least try to consider you know the, the proper amount of risk that is appropriate for someone to take, even if it comes at a noble cause of trying to help someone out here. So this verse that I quote often uh, in the context of stupid social media arguments here is cited regarding Yaakov's own actions. And I think the point of this connection is to be mindful of when we do, in fact, seek out conflict. I don't think the point is that you should run away from all conflicts, um, because, again, in this particular case, this was, in fact, Yaakov's fight. And it could be that Yaakov's actions here was trying to prevent something down the line. So I don't think that that's entirely the issue here. Otherwise, you're just constantly running away and things could certainly come to be worse at the end. What I do think is important is to have that full recognition of our own conflicts of, let's call it picking your battles. When exactly should you fight with whom? And fight is even a hard term, but harsh term. But which are the conflicts that you should go and seek out? doesn't mean you avoid them all, but they should recognize that every time you do so, even if it is with good intentions, and even if you may happen to be in the right, there is still some risk that you are bringing upon yourself, and those have to be considered. Maybe at the end of the day you made the right call, maybe not, only time will tell, but I think just even taking that moment to think about it can help not only lead us to better decisions about which conflicts in which we decide to engage, but also how we go about engaging them when those times come. Anyway, those are my thoughts, but I'd love to hear yours. What do you think is the point of this midrash? Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter, Facebook, or send me an email via my website, www.joshuter.com. If you argue with me, I would not consider this to be a reeve lolo, but rather a machloket l'shem shamayim, a dispute for the sake of heaven. So if you think I'm completely wrong, go at it. Have a great week and a wonderful Shabbat. Mm-hmm.